Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Which metric could be causing you more work than you actually realize? And what is it that I think business owners just simply aren't tracking enough of? That's what we're talking about in today's episode. So if you've been around me for a while, you will have recognized that I am all about numbers and without understanding your goals, where you've been, where you want to go, it's really hard for you to actually identify what activities are going to be causing the greatest amount of return on your effort, right? Your ROE. So today, what I wanted to do is dive into what I believe is a metric that folks really aren't talking a lot about. And you may not even realize that it's actually adding and contributing to the overwhelm, the overwork, the all the things that you're doing right now that are keeping you stuck, right? That are keeping you really stuck from being able to accomplish all that you want to do. So what the heck am I talking about? Well, I'm going to reference a whole bunch of metrics as we kind of go through this conversation today. But the main thing that I want you to understand, and regardless of whether you sell products or services, recurring or one time, I really want to encourage you not to step away from this episode because it is something that I believe could impact you, your business today and moving forward. And the number one metric that I'm going to be diving into, we're going to spin off with some other things that are it's related to, is called customer churn, customer churn, C-H-U-R-N. Now here's the thing, usually this metric is often used for recurring subscription-based model businesses. So uh, software as a service, uh, you know, so technology, um, recurring memberships, anything where people are going to be paying over and over and over again. Now, if you're one of my clients, you know that I love recurring models because it provides you with consistent, stable income. So regardless of whether you sell a product or a service, I'm going to use some examples so that you can understand that most businesses are moving into a recurring subscription model. And as a result, we all, every single one of us that is doing business needs to understand this measurement, this metric right? Because it's really important that we understand that some of the activities that we're doing are leaving us broke. They're leaving us exhausted. They're leaving us constantly having to work over and over and over again, simply because you're not understanding this driving metric underneath some of the activities that you're doing. Now, what is what the heck is customer churn? Really, all the definitions that I found are with regards to uh, clients that are doing subscriptions, right? But the reason why I bring this up is because I believe that we all are in a subscription-based business model. We just don't know that we're in a subscription-based model because we usually are selling something for one time and that's it, which means that our customer churn rate is 100%. This is the reason why you are constantly have to work 
harder and harder and harder, no matter how much money you make, simply because you're not allowing your customers to be able to buy from you over and over and over again. So customer churn is the measurement of the percentage of your clients, your accounts that cancel or choose not to keep renewing with you, that that actually don't keep purchasing from you. And it's the measurement of how many of those customers or clients stop using your products and services. So based on that definition, I know right now you're listening to me and you're thinking, oh my goodness, like so many of my clients stop purchasing. They buy one thing and then that's it. Now I'm going to give an example of Amazon, right? Because at the time of this, this recording in the spring of 2021, Amazon is a a beast of a a consumer-based product, right? Like it, It is a massive marketplace. Now, when it first started, it was based off of books. Can you imagine? Books, right? That's how Amazon grew. It was a very niche market, and it was looking at people who wanted to have access to uh, books. So from that perspective, it, it kind of grew out from there. Now, here's what I want you to know. If you have ever purchased anything on Amazon that is a regular uh, household item, right? So toilet paper, lip balm, cereal, like you name it. There's a lot of different products that are on Amazon. Most of them, have you noticed if you go to purchase one time, what does it give you? It gives you the option to subscribe and save. They have moved into a lot of their products and services, uh, well, their products into a subscription-based model. Now, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have a subscription. If you have anything with a recurring payment through any type of service, if you have an iPhone, chances are you might have Apple Music, you might have iCloud services, you might even buy stuff through iTunes that charges you a regular subscription amount from your app store. All of this is because businesses are looking at ways to decrease the churn. They're looking at ways to increase the lifetime value of their customers. They're trying to make the average profit per customer. And these are all different metrics that kind of tie into customer churn. Um, They are the ability for us as business owners, as our own salespeople, to be able to make as much money as possible without having to exhaust ourselves or overwhelm ourselves. Now, this is directly related to one of the key pillars that I teach inside of Sales Mastery Society because I want my clients to have consistent income first and foremost. Now, how you go about doing this is completely up to you. There's lots of different ways to do this. I have clients that have uh, set up subscription models in their own business. I have clients who sell other types of subscription-based Um, products and services so that they don't have to create something new under the sun. What it does, though, it is allows them to now decrease their customer churn rate, because I know that right now you're thinking, well, I don't sell anything on an ongoing basis. Here's what I'm going to, to caution you on or challenge you with is, have you ever heard of a customer journey? You know, I've talked about it here on this podcast. Have you ever had somebody, you know, one of those marketing gurus or an expert in their field tell you that you must have an ascension ladder or an ascension model, that you must move people through multiple products or services? And if you don't understand why, this is the reason. 
they are trying to help you reduce your customer churn. Because if you can turn that one customer into three, four, five, six sales, you have rigged the game in your favor, right? You have now, instead of having to work quite so hard to get new clients over and over and over again, and I've said multiple times that the easiest sale to make is to somebody who's already said yes. If you can continue to have a loyal uh, customer that's getting results with you, essentially, you are going to reduce your customer churn because that person now has, has bought into you. The hardest sale that you will ever make is the very first one. And so too often what I see is, is clients, maybe you right now, you're overworked, you're overwhelmed simply because you're creating a one-stop shop model, meaning that you only have one thing to do at any one given time for your customers. One of my best students and clients has built a whole business, a whole ecosystem, multiples of millions of dollars. I think right now he's probably on track to hit between uh, five and 10 million for uh, 2021. His business boomed in 2020 during a pandemic simply because he went from selling one service on Etsy, one product, right? He's a product-based business. And as soon as he was able to see, hey, there is a need. How could we reduce the customer churn? How can we help serve our clients in a deeper, better way and allow them to engage with us multiple times, not just once? He then quickly found ways to be able to work with those clients to give them more of the, what they wanted, to be able to grow his business and expand and create several subscription models simply by looking at how do I serve my clients better? And how do I make one customer become multiple customers simply by allowing them to purchase more often from me? And as a result, he quickly went from startup, gosh, not even five years ago, to now, again, I'm, I'm sharing, you know, right now I think his run rate is gonna be between five and $10 million. He started as a product-based business on Etsy. So I just want you to know that regardless of where you're at, if right now you're thinking, I simply can't do this, you can. This is exactly what I work with inside of uh, Sales Mastery Society with my clients, right? Because when you understand the framework, when you understand the three Ps of profit, and you know what it is that you want to sell to clients, there's going to be opportunities for you to spin off and be able to engage with them, not only to increase the customer lifetime value for you, which is an important metric that you want to measure. It allows you to retain those customers. Again, another important metric that you should have some ideas about. It will help you to increase the average profitability per client. This is a, such a key metric because not all customers are created equally. And if you know your most profitable client, the most profitable customer for your business and what it is that they want to buy from you, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to continue to serve those people and to allow them to keep buying from you. As a result, you're going to see more referrals. So if you track anything like your net promoter score, which is simply a measurement of how many of your clients would be likely to recommend your business or service to friends and family. Most of us want, you know, eight, nine, 10. I know that when I was back in corporate, uh, we wanted, we wanted 10 out of 10s. That was our most important score because we knew that if somebody was going to recommend us to their friends and family, they needed to be a 10 out of 10. And so as a result, if we had clients who were 
recommending 10 out of 10, chances are they were our most profitable. They were also the most loyal to the, to the business and they didn't churn as often, meaning that they stayed with us for the long term. And so when I think about all of these different metrics that I myself have personally used and measured in my business, as well as working for a global 300 business, there are the exact same things that I teach to my clients inside of my three P's to profit framework. And it's the reason why I simplify it as quickly and as easily as possible, because if you can create consistent income and there's different ways to increase your, your income streams, we'll talk about that in a future episode, but today I want you to understand that if you have a 100% churn rate, you are missing opportunities. You are leading to the overwhelm and the overwork of yourself and perhaps your team, that you are not engaging your customers in a way that will allow them to continue to work with you in the best possible way for them to get results. And as a result, you are leaving some money on the table. You are leaving customer satisfaction on the table. You are leaving impact and income on the table. And I don't want you to do that anymore. I want you to be as successful as possible. I want you to be bold and courageous in your approach to making sure that you're serving the clients that are waiting for you. And when you are able to do this, you are going to see so much more ease and effortlessness with how you're able to make more money by doing less. I know that sounds like the magic equation that we're all chasing after, but I'm going to tell you that if you continue to ignore this metric, customer churn, simply because you don't believe that you are a subscription-based business, that you don't have a software system uh, that will allow you to do this, that you don't sell something that is a recurring product or service, that you are missing out and you are being short-sighted in how you can grow and leverage and scale your business to its fullest potential, not only to serve you and your goals, but ultimately your clients and your customers that are waiting for you. So I hope this was helpful. Again, if you need help on how to create your own, uh, your own business model that will allow you to tap into this unused metric, the one that I think we ignore simply because it doesn't apply to us as often. It does apply to you. It must apply to you. And it's one of the reasons why I believe business owners like you have been overworked, overwhelmed, and doing far too much for far too little for far too long. And I want to put a stop to that. I want to have you see more freedom and more success with your efforts and your energy. And if that sounds like you, my friend, come and join us inside of Sales Mastery Society. You can go and find the details, salesmasterysociety.com. Can't wait to see you on the very next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.